It's another day, I'm another John, and this is Another Note. Today's edition of Another Note is titled, Seeing Stars. Our scripture reference today is 2 Samuel chapter 7, verses 18 through 29. As always, may the Lord add a blessing to the reading and hearing of His Holy Word. Then King David went in and sat before the Lord and said, Who am I, O Lord God, and what is my house that you have brought me thus far? And yet this was a small thing in your eyes, O Lord God. You have spoken also of your servant's house for a great while to come. May this be instruction for the people, O Lord God. And what more can David say to you? For you know your servant, O Lord God. Because of your promise and according to your own heart, you have wrought all this greatness so that your servant may know it. Therefore, you are great, O Lord God, for there is no one like you. And there is no God beside you, according to all that we have heard with our ears. Who is like your people, like Israel? Is there another nation on earth whose God went to redeem it as a people and to make a name for himself, doing great and awesome things for them by driving out before his people nations and their gods? And you establish your people Israel for yourself to be your people forever. And you, O Lord, became their God. And now, O Lord God, as for the word that you have spoken concerning your servant and concerning his house, confirm it forever. Do as you have promised. Thus your name will be magnified forever in the saying, The Lord of hosts is God over Israel, and the house of your servant David will be established before you. For you, O Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, have made this revelation to your servant, saying, I will build you a house. Therefore, your servant has found courage to pray this prayer to you. And now, O Lord God, you are God and your words are true. And you have promised this good thing to your servant. Now, therefore, may it please you to bless the house of your servant so that it may continue forever before you. For you, O Lord God, have spoken. And with your blessing shall the house of your servant be blessed forever. This is the word of our Lord. Thanks be to God. This week, I read of a new study about stars that get too close to black holes. Scientists created models of black holes that had encounters with stars. And the study's design will help understand the violent breakdown stars face against black holes. Throughout the galaxy, black holes rip apart stars that get too close. But some stars can escape the gravitational pull of a black hole. It turns out that the smaller, more dense stars have the best chance of survival. It's not impossible, but it is a struggle. Let's consider another struggle we all know. The intrapersonal struggle Paul acknowledged in Romans 7 is one most of us can identify with. The good we want to do, we don't do. What we don't want to do is what we end up doing. Why is that so true? 
Modern psychology might suggest we actually want to do the things we say we don't. That's ultimately why we do them. Prophets might tell us sin makes us do them. Don't we like to say at the center of sin is the letter I? Both ideas offer the same truth. As long as we remain at the center of our universe, we'll do what we want to do. Indeed, the struggle is real. Thankfully, as much as we may fail at removing ourselves from the center of our attention, we can have faithful moments. We can survive our encounters with the black holes of pride, selfishness, and ego. Let's consider a prayer from King David. He had planned to build a temple dedicated to the Lord. Who wouldn't love that idea? I imagine David was excited. Even the prophet Nathan agreed and blessed the building project. Money was no object. God had obviously blessed David in his military pursuits. Now, David wanted to honor God. But the Lord refused the offer. It wasn't that the temple shouldn't be built. It was not the time, and it was not to be David's task. As much as David wanted to do it, he recognized something more important, what God wanted. How was David able to resist the urge to still do what he wanted? There's a lot we could say. For now, I'll turn our attention to the opening line of our passage today. Then King David went in and sat before the Lord. For those who would prefer a more dynamic, maybe quicker approach to learning freedom from sin and control, my apologies. It doesn't happen overnight. Chances are you'll come to know what Paul struggled with, what we all struggle with. But day by day, prayer by prayer, may it be that we are free from the desire to live according to our own will. Sure, there may be so much we want to do that seems good and godly, but is it what God wants from us right now? It is possible to escape the pull of our will. It happens when we constantly recenter our desires and pursuits on the will of God through prayer. Stay blessed. Thanks for always supporting Another Note. This is our daily devotional. I'll keep writing and recording as long as you keep listening and we keep growing. If you ever find Another Note on iTunes or anywhere else podcasts are available, make sure to leave a review so others can join us. The easiest way to connect with me is online at anotherjohn.com. God be with you.